Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Now here's your host, Gary John Bishop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. And as the man just said, I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for being a part of the nation. Thank you for being a part of what we're building here, what's growing here, the kind of conversation that we're generating and putting out there into the world. And really, this whole thing is designed to empower people and you have people to be responsible and you have people feel like they can actually take their lives on and have it go in a direction of their choosing, right? I'm not here to sell you a way of living your life. That part is up to you. All I'm ever talking about is how you can do that in a really uh, integral way, in a holistic way, in a way that actually fucking works and a way where you can move on and move into the future and let go of the past and be empowered and take on big things for your life, the things that you want in your life. That's what we're all about here at Unfuck Nation. And, you know, look, not, not everything that I say fits in with the mainstream, okay? And I'm going to give you a little example of it. A couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> I put a... Well, the social media people put up a video that I had made, I think last year I made it, <clears throat> about cutting people out of your life and why you should fucking stop doing that, right? <clears throat> now, I'm not saying that every, every relationship in your life works and that you should pursue every relationship in your life. I'm not saying that. There are some relationships in your life that it doesn't work for them to continue. All right, so there are some relationships in your life that it doesn't work for them to continue. Here's what doesn't work. Cutting. Cutting doesn't work. And look, you can take this to the fucking bank with you. Cutting people out of your life doesn't work. Okay, and it doesn't work because whatever it was, that had you cut people out of your life will live on with you, whether you're talking to that person or not. Okay? It'll live with you until the fucking day you die. And I'm not saying that like some kind of foreboding or some threat. It's a reality, right? And whenever I talk about this subject, by the way, if right now someone in your life is coming to mind, that thought that's coming to mind is what you will live with for the rest of your life. Every time the subject of that person or similar circumstances 
to the ones that had you cut, right? Those those thoughts, those same feelings, they will come up time and again for you, okay? And it will not end, right? It will not end. Why will it not end? Because cutting doesn't fucking work. And it doesn't work because whatever is incomplete about that relationship remains incomplete. So you can end a relationship, but if it's not complete, whatever's not complete will live on with you forever. And I'm not saying that fucking lightly, and I'm not saying that just like some fucking opinion I'm pulling at my ass here. I'm saying that based on the very deep, penetrative, and expansive work with thousands and thousands and fucking thousands of people that I've done. Okay, I'm not, this isn't just some random thing. I'm telling you, 100% of the time, whatever's incomplete will live on. So it's not about ending relationships. And you got to get the language is so fucking important. It's not about cutting. It's about completing. Is that relationship complete? Now, if you go back and read Do the Work, and if you haven't done that workbook, by the way, you should do that workbook because in Do the Work, I, I give you all the key ingredients for getting complete. Now, what is it that had me bring this subject up? Well, again, it was about, I think it might have been a year ago or so. And I'd seen this thing on Instagram with this guy, right? And it was a fucking guy. And this guy was talking about how to cut toxic parents out of your life, which if you know anything about me, when I hear stuff like that getting spoken, here's what I hear. Not developed. That is a person unaware, not developed, not locked into or keyed into what it is to actually be a fucking human being. Human beings cannot function that way without resentment or upset or residue that they will carry with them long into the future. In fact, for a large part of my career, it was about undoing the fucking damage done by people who were told, cut them out your life. And I had to go in there with those people and dive deep into the darkness of their fucking past and get that complete for them, with them. And it was and it was fucking hard work. It was hard work. So yeah, every time I hear people say that, well, you're better off without them, just cut them out your life. It doesn't fucking work that way. People don't work that way. And that's, by the quite frankly, a simplistic, naive, and childish approach to take to adult relationships. Okay, childish approach. Um, and it does, it fucking grinds my gears. Why? Because it makes my fucking work harder. It gets harder and harder and harder. Oh, I haven't spoken to that person for 20 years. Do you think that's over? Do you think because you don't talk to somebody, you still don't have a relationship with them? <laughs> no, you have a relationship with them in the confines of your head. And you will bear all the emotional burden of that relationship. And people will say, well, you know, no, I feel better about it. No, you feel relief about it. But that it keeps coming up for you, that it keeps coming up in your thoughts. 
once a month, once every six months, twice a year, three times a year, two times every two years, that that keeps coming up points to that it's not complete for you. And then people think, well, you know, I can live with that. Okay, you can live with that, but you are, you will literally suppress your self-expression. That's what you are doing. Because every time that comes up, you have to overcome it and convince yourself to get over it and then move on. And you'll do that for a lifetime rather than do the work to get complete. So you got to take that out of your speaking. You got to take out this language of ending a relationship or cutting somebody out of a relationship. You got to come from the perspective of, okay, if I look at that relationship with that person, what's incomplete there? What's not? whole incomplete there what is is it something they did something they said something i did something i said something i expected them to do a, a behavior that i thought they should have done and they never did it what's incomplete about that for you and again you know i get into it in um in the workbook and do the work but if you go through like every fucking book i've written read grow up grow up is about getting complete with your past. Why would one get complete with your past? I don't know, so that you're free of it? So that you're free of any lingering thoughts or, like I said, emotional residue that's still hanging around from that time? And if you think you've got nothing hanging around from that time, that's just not accurate. You're fooling yourself, all right? That's the ultimate inauthenticity. I'm fine. That's the ultimate inauthenticity. Right. And Pete, and this is, you know, I've t- I talk about this and grow up, but this isn't, I think every book that I've written, there's some kind of version of this. So the, the ultimate authenticity is overcoming yourself. So you're overcoming yourself and you have to convince yourself that you're okay and you're fine. And then the persona that you are, if you think all your characteristics and all your traits, that's part of that inauthenticity. That is not your authentic self. So if you're driven, competitive, if you're kind, if you're hardworking, you aren't fucking born that way. You were born with a potential to be that way, but all of that is the inauthenticity. That's the shit that's not real about you. It's not the real deal about you, right? You might be quite wedded, right? Where you can't, stop that laser sharp tongue of yours or like I said you might be competitive and everything's a fucking competition for you you see life in terms of a competition you weren't born that way that was a trait that you came up with in your childhood that you've now become that way so that you can make it in life right so then all of these elements from our past those kind of persona elements whatever's incomplete. I mean, if you were to sit down, right, if you were to sit down and make a list, and it's not an exhaustive list of the things that you had wished had gone better or ended better or gone a different way, all the, everything from your earliest memory, and you made a list of that, things that I wish had gone better. You know, I wish I'd tried harder at school. Okay, do you know that's a regret? Do you know that regret lives buried deep within you? Um, I wish my parents had 
cared more for me. Now, that's a resentment. I wish my father was around. That's another resentment. Lives with you in the dark, deepest recesses of your consciousness. I wish I was stronger. It's a regret. And on and on and on, these things are built up in the background. That's why, you know, and I am fucking doing, I actually spoke to my marketing people this week. There will be an event in 2024. There will be an event. You have my fucking word. There will be an event in 2024. And you know what we're going to do in that event? In that event? We're going to blow it up. We're going to fucking blow up the whole idea of whatever might be weighing you down. We're going to blow up whatever you might be hanging on to. We're going to blow up your victim fucking mentality. We're going to blow up your fucking blame game. We're going to blow it all up. We're going to leave you. And it's probably going to be a day and a half or two days together. And in that fucking two days, we're going to strip you right down to the bone. And you're going to walk out of there like a new fucking person because you're going to have left all that shit behind in that room. And there'll be no hold. Bart, it'll be right and let's fucking go. Okay, we're not going to be doing kumbaya. I'm not going to have you fucking dance to music. There'll be no fucking singing. We're going to have a balls to the wall kind of conversation together. And in that conversation, we're going to get to the heart of you and what doesn't fucking work about you. And cutting people out of your life is one of those fucking things. It's one of them. It's such a lazy fucking approach to take. It's like, you know, calling people toxic and shit. And we're getting lost. As, as human beings, we're getting fucking lost in a complex world because we're trying to be complex about the complexities instead of bringing some foundational elements of, I don't know, authenticity, integrity. What is it to actually forgive another People have the wrong... Forgiveness gives you the opportunity to move on. That's what it's about. You get to fucking move on. You forgive, you move on. If forgive does not mean, oh yeah, whatever you fucking did to me, that's okay. No, that's not forgiveness. So I need, you know, for the members of the nation, right? I need you to really get the kind of people who do my work, who do what I'm doing here, they're, they're not the kind of people who conform to the regular solutions that everybody else is doing, right? I mean, if you go, go look up that fucking video on Instagram, go look it up, and you'll see a litany of people saying, oh, no, I disagree with you. Do you know why they fucking disagree? Because they've cut somebody out of their life, and as soon as I mentioned it, it came to mind. They're the living fucking embodiment of what I'm talking about. They're living with resentments and regrets. And some of them are actually in there saying, oh, I'm, you know, if that's the alternative, then I'm happy with that. No, well, no, it's not the alternative. Getting complete is not even the alternative. It's the only thing to do to get complete with something, to get complete with another. Now, why am I so passionate about this? Because in a lot of cases... When people get complete, they come to the realization that they do want that person in their life. Not in every case, but it's common. So the, so the cutting was fucking pointless. In fact, the cutting was really only ever punishment. Cutting somebody out your life. What people like to do is they like to go on about, oh, you know... 
Oh, my survival. You know, my life was at risk. Those are a very, 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 very small percentage. People dramatized the relationships because there was a lot of upset in it. So they never had peace of mind in it. And they never had peace of mind in it because they never knew how to be in the fucking relationship. Or they were in the blame game where they were blaming the other person for what they should have done, how they should have fucking acted and how they should have protected them and da 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 And on it rolls. How do you get that complete? Well, that's a big part of my work. How do I get that complete myself? How do I relate to that situation in a way where there is no emotional draw to that, no matter how temporary, how small, there is no element of resentment or regret or anger or frustration that I have to kind of, you know, push it down a little every now and again when it comes up. And I'm not saying you can't live that way. You can live that way, sure. But if you're wondering why your life doesn't work, it's because you've still got a lot of your past that didn't work and never got complete and it lives on with you. So your foundation is all fucking wrong. It's all off. You're dealing with a foundation of unworkability and pretense because you have to catch. And then if you go, if you go and read those comments on Instagram, those, all it is is just like a litany of people just pretending that they're all right with it. And, and that's what you have to do. You have to pretend to yourself. You have to convince yourself, I'm all right with it. You can't tell yourself the truth. Like, you know what? I wish I didn't have to live with this. I, I wish this didn't come up for me every now and again. I wish this was complete. I wish this was as complete for me as a glass of water that I drank three days ago. You know why the glass of water you drank three days ago isn't on your fucking mind? Because it's complete. It was an interaction. It was like you, glass, water, consume, done. There's nothing else to say about it. There's nothing else that's hanging out there like a little hangnail that should have happened or could have happened or would have happened or the day should have been different or the glass of water should have fucking treated you differently or la, 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 like none of that's there. And and by the way, you might be on the other side of that coin. You might be somebody who's been cut out and you know exactly what that's like. You know how fucking painful that is, but that's the design of cutting. It's designed to inflict pain on you. It's designed for you to be in pain. So how do you get complete then if you're the one who is cut? It's actually the same process. It's actually through the same things. I'm not going to get through all on the fucking podcast, right? Because it's work. It's work you have to do. You have to challenge your thoughts and challenge what you believe and what you've come to believe and you take your fucking self on, right? And ultimately, you know, the foundations of all existentialism is responsibility. And again, if you haven't read Grow Up yet, uh, there's a massive distinction in there where I take blame and this whole notion of blame and I blow the fucking doors off it. So if you haven't read Grow Up yet, you need to get your copy ordered, right? Because it's not about bec- just about becoming the parent your kids deserve. It's about becoming the human being that you deserve. It's about becoming that person that you deprive yourself of. And, and you know, you can't, I can't say it any better than that. Because that's what we do. We deprive ourselves of peace of mind. We deprive ourselves of completion. We deprive ourselves of a sense of personal power. We deprive ourselves of success and accomplishment and acknowledgement. We deprive ourselves of generosity. We deprive ourselves of having a big fucking heart. So we end up with this chiseled little dried up fucking walnut. And we call it a heart. 
And we don't share our love with the people in our lives. We, you know, I had a, a friend of mine who's, <laughs> I'm not going to name names here, but, you know, he's a, he's a famous Hollywood actor. Anyways, he's a friend of mine. And on the phone the other day, we ended the call and he says, I love you. And I was like, go, 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 go. <laughs> right? I almost forgot how to fucking say I love you to another person. Right. And we were having a conversation about his life and something he was wrestling with. But that's, you know, like, those are the friendships I want. I want friendships. I want people in my life. I want to be in the kind of family where I love you. It's just part of our vernacular. And we mean it. Like people get moved by it when it's when it's communicated in an appropriate way. Because and 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 ultimately, by the way, it's so fucking cheesy. It's and it is, it's so cheesy, but love wins. It does. Love wins. Love wins. Love, resentment can't handle love. It's too overwhelming. It's too overpowering. But we'll set it aside for our resentment. We'll we'll nurture our fucking resentment like Gollum's ring, right? And my precious. We'll nurture that fucking resentment. We'll keep it. I'm right. I'm fucking right. I was right all along. And they, and they, and they, and they. And I cut them at my life. Fuck them. Fuck the way they treated me. So to get complete doesn't mean the relationship will begin anew. Because it might not. You might literally be complete. You might be like, you know what? I wish for us both to move on now. Which for some of you, by the way, hearing that, you're grinding your fucking teeth right now because you don't want them to move on. Because you want them stuck and you want them punished, except you're stuck and you're punished. So yeah, listen in my deals. I don't take a typical approach to personal growth and development. I take an approach that fucking works. That's what I'm interested in. What works? What is it that's going to set you free? What is it that's going to empower the shit out of you so you can go write your fucking book or paint your painting or start your business or start your family or express your love or release yourself or 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 fucking, you know, have the body that you want or the career that you want or the whatever it is. Everything that I'm talking about, those are all the items that are in the way. People think that life is just strictly circumstances. They, they, they're hesitant to address who the fuck it is that's engaging with those circumstances that you find yourself in? What's your experience of the circumstances? The circumstances are the circumstances. What's your experience of them? And right there, we'll get the you. The fucking you. I can't. It's too much. It's too hard. It's not for people like me. It's complicated. I don't know how. I did it. it, 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 it. I'm not willpower. I'm not discipline. I know. I hear you. It's okay. <laughs> you weren't born with all of those barriers either. You've accumulated barriers that you, one, you might not even know you have them. Number two, you certainly don't know how you fucking got them. 
And again, that's a lot of what I do here. You finally understanding what's in the way. Why is it in the way? And and a lot of that is releasing. A lot of that is releasing the desire to punish, to punish yourself, to punish another. But you can't get to that realization until you see, oh shit, yeah, I am punishing. You have to get through the stages, right, of, no, I'm not punishing, I'm protecting myself. <laughs> okay. And and look, I'm not saying people don't end relationships with their physical protection of mind. But you should know of all the relationships in the fucking world that end that way, they get caught. A very, 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 very small percentage, tiny, are about preserving their physical well-being. And you may go, oh, what about my mental well-being? Well, what about it? Maybe that's something else you need to get complete about with yourself. So, being complete is where you want to be. Cutting and ending things, it's a temporary solution. You're only delaying the actual work that needs to happen. And that's the work of being complete. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with our message from the listeners. Questions, a great question this week. Truly is. Um, if you want to submit a question to the nation, 646-450-3203, 646-450-3203, or drop me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. All right, we'll be right back after this. from the nation. So let's get right into it. And, I, and really, look, I picked this question because I think it ties in very well with our subject from earlier in the show. But anyway, let's get into it. Uh, the question is, hi, Gary, how do I get back up and take care of business after admitting my faults, my mistakes, or after being honest about something that I've been holding in? This question is from Christina. She goes on, what can I tell myself to stand strong and not shame myself and be able to fulfill on the person I say I am? Why do I stay in that mode of I'm a piece of shit? I figure because it allows me to not be responsible for getting my shit together. I'm left with a longing, a wanting and obligation instead of freedom to choose and have to redeem myself. 
Then my husband seems to get cocky and point his finger as if he's better than me. And he gets on his soapbox saying, yeah, you need to do this. You need to do that. And you need to be accountable for the outcome of your actions or your inactions. Then I get into agreement and get stuck in this puddle of shit and it perpetuates festers and then finally implodes. Please help me with this blind spot. All right, Christina, look, a few different pieces here, okay? So first things first, how do I get back up and take care of business after admitting my faults, my mistakes, or after being honest about something that I've been holding in, right? Now, just from that alone, it's pretty obvious to me anyway that when you, quote unquote, are honest and you admit some faults or mistakes or whatever, that you're expecting some fucking epiphany or something. You're expecting to feel different after sharing that, right? You, you've got to get like, there's this kind of collapsing here, right? And there's a lot of, you can hear it in the gaps between what you're saying. There's a lot of morality here. Right. This is not you're talking here like you're talking about integrity, like you're restoring yourself, but you're not really. You're trying to make yourself feel better. It's all about morality. It's all about being a good person or a better person like that. And that's where the shame comes in. You know, like the shame is there because it keeps you grounded in who you've been. That's it. It's quite simply that. Right. Shame is when you uh, allow yourself to indulge your internal state. Believe it or not, shame is a very normal part of being a human being. <laughs> to say it another way, shame is nothing to be ashamed of. Right? It's part of being a human being. There are times in your life when you'll do things or say things or you've responded in certain ways in life and you look back at that and, you know, you didn't cover yourself in glory, right? Or, you know, you might have participated in things that you look back now and said, I wish I hadn't done that, but I fucking did. But you'll notice shame is always past-based. It's always, always, always about the past. So if you're truly out to build a new life here, you have to realize what you're up against is that kind of magnetic draw to settle in the past and do nothing, right? Then you can just get to perpetuate the myth of who you've become. I'll say that one more time. You get to perpetuate the myth of who you've become and who you've become as a myth. It's this fucking creature that arose out of that past and experiences all these same fucking experiences over and over and over again. And we call that a life. And as well, you know, at least from the content of your, your message here, you know that ain't no life. So what do you do with that? Well, the first thing you have to, I think you have to realize, uh, Christina, here is the first thing you have to realize, Christina, is that you're trying to feel different, okay? You're trying to feel different um, about that past. And you might, you might not, you know, you might, you know, have some insight about that and share something about that and cop to something about that, that is, you know, acknowledge something about that. And you might experience, you know, a little bit of freedom around that, but you might not. So it's important that you keep forging the life that you want. You get to hide out in your shame. You get to hide out behind, you know, this these interactions with your husband. Like he says what he says, and he actually said it. He says, well, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to be accountable. And then you said, then I get into agreement. No, you find the fucking agreement that you're looking for so that you don't have to step into the future. 
right? Because the future is the great unknown and our personas, our personalities, our characteristics, we, we want a new future, but we don't want the uncertainty and the risk involved in that. So that's why, you know, when I talk about interrupting the drift, right? I've got a big fucking neon sign here in this room that literally says, interrupt the drift. Why do we interrupt the drift? What am I interrupting the drift of? You're interrupting the drift of the past. You're interrupting the drift of who you've become as a product of that past. And if you don't interrupt that, how do I interrupt it? I interrupt it with action. I might not feel better. I may not feel fucking different, but I interrupt it with action. I take an action or two actions or five actions in a day that are consistent with the future, right? So I have to, I have to really address and confront the level of comfort that I've allowed myself to keep reaching back into the past to explain why I'm not living the life that I say I want. And that might be the inauthenticity there for you. Like you say you want this life, but when it comes down to it thus far, you've been full of shit about it. Okay, you've been full of shit about it. And like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to do it. And then I don't. And then I feel like, and then my husband, he said, come on, fuck's sake, you're bigger than that. Right. I, you know, I relate to you like you're a fucking massive potential, that you are a walking, talking possibility. And I know that you don't always feel that way about yourself, but you don't have to. You don't have to feel that way about yourself. All you have to do is keep reminding yourself of the future, a little glimpse every day, every two days, and act in alignment with the future. Do what the future is telling you to do. It's another world, but you're trying to interrupt the world that you're in. And the world that you're in is constructed out of everything you've been. So, yeah, it's displacing and and it's unsettling and it's not comfortable. And there'll be compelling reasons not to. Reasons like I'm ashamed, right? So... Whenever you feel, again, when you feel that kind of experience of yourself, that experience of shame, for instance, you need to know that that's just those moments where you are indulging yourself. You're not being straight yourself. You're indulging your feelings. Oh, yeah, I feel good. I don't feel up to it. I don't feel like I'm... Okay, I get that. So fucking what? So what? Or my favorite phrase these days, what now? Or now what? What are you going to do now? So you feel ashamed. Okay, now what? Oh, well, my husband said, okay, now what? Because now what keeps returning you to the present with an eye on the future. So there's your little mantra for the week, the month, the six months of the year, Christina. Now what? You feel this way. Now what? And your answer to that question of now what? That's a moment to create your future or it just settle back into the swamp of those fucking predictable feelings. Now what? That's your road out. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Have a tremendous week, of course. Um, please don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the show because it makes a massive difference to us. If you haven't done that already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Um, the two books that I mentioned on this week's show in the first part, Do the Work, 
okay, which is a, a workbook. It's, much, it's kind of it's not very it's not a heavy read in terms of like volume, but you'll be taking lots and lots of notes. And of course, grow up becoming the parent your kids deserve. If you haven't uh, read that book, you need to get your copy because it's not just about becoming the parent your kids deserve. In many ways, it's about you becoming the kind of human being that you need to become. And there's so many keys to the kingdom and there. there's so many freaking nuggets in that book about how to shift yourself off of the position in life that you've got yourself and move forward in life. That's it for this week, you guys. Have a great one. I'll see you on the flip side. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.